Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know kidding. about our dreams coming true. I'm sure some teams kidding. aren't happy. Hey, Cleveland Hey, Cleveland is happy. And then, oh, it's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Sac City Podcast. Welcome in to another Fun and Games Friday in the city. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, joined, as always, by my best friend, in the whole entire world, Aaron, the Mukesia Mukes. It is a beautiful March 18th evening here at the Sac City Podcast. Aaron, how goes it? I had just had my son walk into the room trying to trying to act like he's breaking news to me as he's telling me, as he showed me an Instagram post of Juju Smith-Schuster signing oh with the Chiefs. Goodness. So, you know, we'll get into that. But, um, yeah, so he thought he was breaking some news. I'm like, man, we've been all over it. Um, and if you haven't been paying attention, the Sac City podcast. We've been all over it. And, uh, you know, um, we put out some news yesterday that turned out to be incorrect. You know, the, the Falcons, they decided to backtrack or whatever it, happened. It, but um, it literally it's been, the it's same been like that all week. Yeah, the same type of new. It happened multiple times this week where guys say that they're going to sign somewhere and then, oh, hey, there's a swerve. And then they don't end up signing there. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson one was a little bit more uh difficult to to get our fingers on but uh yeah he has now found his new home in cleveland we're going to talk about that and all of the latest news and happenings around the nfl here on this beautiful fun and games friday you know i'm glad that your your son did that though because i want to say something before we kick things off on this show public service announcement to everybody out there please do not message us personally or on so on social media or on on the Sac City, it's fine. But please do not message us personally and let us know about news that is happening in the NFL, because most of, nine <laughs> times out of ten, we already know it's already going down. And nine times out of ten, you probably can go over to the Sac City podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and see that news already broken. So please, public service announcement to everybody out there. The Sac City Podcast has the news that you're already reporting. So please, instead of doing that, message us about the news. Just message us about it. Get us our thought. Get your thoughts. Whatever you want. But we already Go know. to our posts and interact. Let us know what you feel about it. We've actually had a little bit of that interaction already going on, so it's been pretty cool. But um, we, we definitely want to hear your opinions on, on the moves that are being made because, as you can see by the title of this episode, number eight, what in the is going on in the NFL it is absolutely crazy, and uh, yeah, by the thumbnail, if you're if you're watching on YouTube, greatest offseason ever, and I'm okay with saying that. I'm okay with saying that because it is has been one wild ride, and we're not even done. Like, there's so many big names still out there. It's it's crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah. And let's just let's just get right into it. Let's let's get right in to the top headlines of the week that has been really throwing the entire world off. Here we go. First, it starts all off with Deshaun Watson. We just talked about a little bit. Deshaun Watson finally has been traded and the Cleveland Browns, who was out and now they're back in and then they're out. And now they're back in. They land Deshaun Watson in a massive trade that saw three first-round picks and more head on over to the Houston Texans for the franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And with Watson in, it means Baker wants out. He wanted the he requested the trade. They said no. He requested again, and he and they say yes. It is a topsy-turvy NFL world. Cleveland, though, will explore options in the trade market for quarterback Baker Mayfield. Viva Las Vegas, Devontae Adams reunited, and it feels so good. Devontae Adams has been traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, where he will reunite with his former college quarterback in David, or not David, Derek <laughs> Carr. Shout out David Carr for making this, putting all this into existence. Uh, but he's he's now on, on his way to Vegas. And in the NFC West, Allen Robinson is heading to the Los Angeles Rams on a three-year deal. No one saw this coming, and if you did sell this, if you did say you see that, saw that coming, you're probably wrong and you're probably a liar because I don't think anyone had Allen Robinson landing in Los Angeles. What a that and all of those new all of those stories broke in the past 24 hours. What yeah. a world, Aaron! What a world. Yeah, we thought um, we thought Wednesday's show that we were just coming out hot with all this news and free agent signings. And then, you know, Thursday rolls around and says, nah, not so fast. We ain't done. And, you know, it took over. Um, I'm at my son's baseball game yesterday when I get the news about Devontae Adams. And uh, let's just say the baseball game stopped for a minute. There were the fans <laughs> were talking about what was happening on their phones and these tweets about Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Obviously, I live in California. There's a big Raider fan base here. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was crazy. I did. We didn't see it coming except that we kind of did. And I wish I had the clip. I talked about it. Uh, we spoke about it earlier. I believe I said there was going to be some interest from the Raiders with Devonte Adams because of the connection with Derek Carr and how close of friends they were. I don't think people realize what they did at Fresno state was special. They broke their, they were the FBS leaders for two years in a row, uh, broke records at Fresno state. They have a really, really good relationship off the field. And, and, and it, it's crazy, man. It's it just all the news that's happened. It's, it's wild. And I can't wait to get all the way up in it. Yeah. We're going to get into all of the latest happenings, all those stories we are going to dive into and so much more on episode eight of the Sac city podcast. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone, we have made it easy for you head on over to any social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, we are at Sac city pod. Be sure to check us out and all of our video clips on YouTube. Also, at Sac City Pod. And the best place to get exclusive Sac City Pod content is on TikTok. We're blowing up. I mean, we we started this TikTok and we're like, you know, this really doesn't seem like our thing. Like, this is for more for the millennials. <laughs> but honestly, we hey, we're banging it out right now. Aaron had a video at, at Eclipse 10K views the other day, and now it's it's climbing and climbing and still climbing. We're dominating the TikTok game. So if you haven't been on over there yet, please do so at Sac City Pod on TikTok for exclusive content that you will get nowhere else. You will not get it on Facebook. You will not get it on Twitter. You will not get it on the gram. You will not even get it on YouTube. Only at Sac City Pod on TikTok. 
Let's get into it, Aaron. No more talking. No more talking about anything else. <laughs> the Watson sweepstakes, Watson watch is officially over. The Cleveland Browns have traded for Deshaun Watson. That's not the right graphic. This is the right graphic. There it is. Deshaun Watson has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. What a haul the Texans got, including three first round picks, a 2023 third round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick. This was a move that honestly, I heard it today. Someone came up to me and said, you know, I really think a like team a is the winner and team a, B is the loser here. I don't think any team lost in this deal. I think Houston got exactly what they wanted for Deshaun Watson. And I think Cleveland gave up exactly what they wanted to, to get Deshaun Watson. Aaron, what are your thoughts on, on that, on, on a winner and a loser of this trade? Uh, specifically winner loser. I agree. I think both teams end up coming out with what they wanted in the end. You get a team like Houston, who's kind of in this full rebuild mode, but we know Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play there again. He has expressed his, his desire to be elsewhere since last season. And we knew that it was going to happen. We, it was just a matter of when, and I think Cleveland is a team that wants to win. Now they have a team that's built kind of that foundation of, you know, running the football, good, solid defense, a bunch of talented names everywhere. And they felt like they were just in a dynamic quarterback away. And obviously Baker Mayfield, uh, Cleveland did not see that in Baker Mayfield and wanted to move on if they could, you know, if they could upgrade it at the position. So I, I think it was good for both teams. I don't really think you can look at this deal and say, Oh, one team got robbed or this team got an A and this team got an F. I think they both made out with what they wanted and um, I heard this today a lot. There is no price. So uh, like looking at all the picks and what was given up, there is no price for a 26 year old franchise yeah. quarterback. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't matter how many draft picks it would have cost. If a team was smart, they were in, they should have been in on them and it didn't matter what the cost was going to be. So um, yeah, I think, I think both teams came out pretty well in this situation. Yeah, and, and and to me, the fact that Cleveland didn't have to give up any of the any players in this deal is huge for them. I mean, we see so many times teams in and I, I connect this to other sports and I talked to my dad about it today, actually. Teams during the trade deadline of uh, of their seasons, they normally end up giving up sometimes too much, too many valuable pieces that are maybe already on a roster. Like with Cleveland, there were rumors of maybe a Greg Newsom going the other way to Houston in this deal. They didn't have to break up anyone from this team that we have all already said is a pretty stacked team. They were just maybe a quarterback away. Now they get to Sean Watson. And not only did this come with picks being dealt, but Deshaun Watson also got a massive Deshaun Watson got the bag like there. This is the exact definition of getting the bag with a new five year, two hundred and thirty million dollar contract like th the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid player of all time in the NFL. This is this deal is an incredible deal for Deshaun Watson. I have one. I, I do have one question, though, regarding this deal. And I want to get your thoughts on it here. With Deshaun Watson getting this massive contract, do you worry at all about Cleveland's future in terms of paying? I don't, I don't know if they need to pay Miles Garrett, but that contract is probably gonna gonna come up at all. Then you have a uh, Denzel Ward, and then you have other studs on that team that you might have to pay later on. 
do you fear for the Cleveland Browns future? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they win a Super Bowl in the next three or four years, but maybe in year five, you have to start worrying about it that you pay, you pay Deshaun Watson. You can't pay anyone else. Any fears? Um, Two things about the contract that was given to him. Number one, uh, money talks. And as much as the reports today said uh, he wanted to be in Atlanta and he, he was done with Cleveland because of the weather, you give him $230 million guaranteed. Number one, they only have $10 million counting against the cap this year. And that's his base salary is only $1 million, which if he gets suspended, comes out of that. The, the, the way they structured the deal only benefits Deshaun Watson. Um, I think Cleveland was smart here. Number one, they just re-signed Miles Garrett. He's locked up till 2025 or 2026. Amari Cooper is locked up for another couple of years because he took the contract or they took the contract from Dallas, right? And he was already on a long-term deal. So he's got three or four more years. They have Nick Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt. So they got dual back. Well, they got a really good offensive line, even though they lost um, one of their main pieces who runs the NFL PA on the, on that front line. They got a good young secondary in Denzel Ward. You talked about Newsom, um, Grant Delpit. Like this is this, a team. <laughs> this it, it, you, you still got Jock over there who we loved last year as a rookie coming out. He's going to be in year two. Is he going to get better? You're talking about a team that on paper, on paper is absolutely loaded with elite talent. And now you bring in one of the top, I'm not, I'm not lying when I say this, a top three quarterback in the NFL when he is healthy and on the field and playing. And I, I know he's been in Houston, but he's done amazing things in Houston with basically nothing there. Um, it's, I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland wins in this situation. Now, I, I just don't want to hear about how this was the best fit for him. And it wasn't about the money because I, I would I would attribute Cleveland and New Orleans have very similar rosters. Yep. They both have a, a number one receiver. We talk about Michael Thomas and Amari Cooper. You got the backfield and Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. You have a really good offensive line, especially if Teron Armstead would have came back. You have a really, really good defense in New Orleans. So I don't want to hear about, well, he, he feels like he had a better chance to win in Cleveland because I think that's absolute BS. Yeah. I think it came down to the contract that New Orleans wasn't going to be able to pay and that Cleveland could. You're not going to sell out on a dome team in the NFC where it's easier with a similar team versus going to play in crappy weather Cleveland uh, with the similar <laughs> roster just because you feel like you can win better there. I, I don't buy that. I think it was about the money in the end. And it, but good for him. Good for him. Get your bag because yeah. you never know. And there, and there is one little note on this contract that I'm sure I'm not sure anyone's really talking about in, in, in Houston. And obviously he, I don't think he would have ever played for Houston ever again, but under the contract that he was with tied to, to Houston, he would have lost $2 million per game with the Texans yep. per like for the suspension. If that, that he could face uh, in this upcoming season. Now that goes from 2 million a game to just 55,000. And obviously we're talking chump change to these guys, but it does matter at the end of the day for them. Like we yeah. look at that as chump change, but like it matters to them. So when that was you the biggest selling point for Cleveland was restructuring that deal to benefit him by making his base salary only a million dollars and making everything else uh guaranteed signing bonus money. And I think that's what sold him. Yeah, and, that, and we and we saw the reports the other day where it was Cleveland is now out of the race for Deshaun Watson. The thing that changed everything in this in this Cleveland, New Orleans, Atlanta race for Watson is is the money. 
is that contract that they offered him. He could not refuse that offer. And now you look at this team in Cleveland where you have all the superstars, you have all this. And we've, we've now talked about this now with two teams where you're just like, okay, they're a quarterback away. We talked about it with Denver. Then they acquire Russell Wilson. Now Cleveland was a quarterback away. They acquired Deshaun Watson. When you look at those two teams, Aaron, who is in a better position to go for it all this year to get to be in the Super Bowl at the end of in February of next year? Man, I I, I don't know. Um, if on the surface, on the surface, I'm going to say Cleveland because I think their division is slightly easier to get through than Denver's is. Um, and we will get into kind of that division when we, when we kind of talk about Devonte Adams, but I think it's easier for Cleveland to win that division. I, I still like Cincinnati, but they're still young. They lost some pieces and they haven't added the impact pieces like a Cleveland had obviously with Deshaun Watson, Baltimore is going to be interesting because they're getting guys back. And then you add a, team, a guy like Marcus Williams, you bring back JK Dobbins, Lamar Jackson comes back healthy. Um, you're, I'm sure they're still going to address the pass rush situation. Now that Darius Smith has kind of backed off that deal. Um, and then you have Pittsburgh, who's kind of a wild card, who who's had a really good defense. They still have weapons offensively, but that offensive line, and then what is Mitchell Trubisky going to give you? I like Cleveland slightly over Denver as far as uh, being Super Bowl favorites. But let's be honest. I The thing that shocked me the most is why would anybody want to play in the AFC right now? Like with yeah, those no teams, way. like Why would anybody want to play in the AFC? Uh, that surprised me. But at the end of the day, they the reports today with Carolina – saying no to some of the contract things that they wanted. He said no to them. The Saints couldn't do some of the things that the Browns wanted to do. And um, that's ultimately what it came down to. They There was reports today that Atlanta was balking at the idea of changing the contract up for, for Deshaun Watson. And I think that's ultimately what the deciding factor was. Um, he wanted that guaranteed money. He wanted to make sure it wasn't going to impact him this year if he's suspended. And now he's in Cleveland, and they should be. They should be going into the season, in my opinion, the favorite to win the AFC North. And that's a big for me because you know me. I've always said they had really good talent, but Baker Mayfield was holding them back. Yep. Yep. That he was. He was. Now, before we go into the Baker Mayfield talk about this whole thing, I do want to cover the other side because I, I, I know a lot of people are talking about the Deshaun Watson trade and what it means for Cleveland. But there's another team in this deal, and we'll we'll pull it back up again. The graphic for what they got in in exchange for Deshaun Watson, Houston is has got a lot of assets in the future. Not only with the three first round picks, but I mean they've got the cap space. They've got they are primed for a, a good start to this rebuild here. And I see in the chat we got we got Mike in here. Shout out, Mike. I don't think I've ever seen him in the chat here before. So shout out to any new listeners that join in the show. Uh, what does this deal mean for the Houston Texans and where do they go from here? It's big. Um, I, I think the biggest thing here is it, it shows by them, especially not acquiring Baker back in the deal, right? Them saying, you know what? We feel comfortable going into the 2022 season with Davis Mills. And I think that says a lot. They like the progression that he, that he had last year. And we're talking about a quarterback last year who we thought might have been one of the better rookie quarterbacks, like kind of under the radar as far as his performance. They're getting a absolute haul. You're talking about three first-round picks. The second time in history that three first-round picks have been traded for a player, the other trade was obviously the Herschel Walker just – Massive deal for the Dallas Cowboys, which turned that franchise into a dynasty when they were able to draft players like Russell Maryland, Emmett Smith, um, and, and those guys. So I think 
I think it's big for Houston. You can build around Davis Mills. You can get a foundation there. They've already been re-signing a lot of their players that contributed last year that have kind of helped change the culture there. You bring in a new coach in Levy Smith who's really, really good defensive mind. I, I, I like what Houston's doing. They had to get they had to get away from that that old era. That yeah. Bill O'Brien, that this negative. I think this does that. I think it kind of gives them a clean slate and I think they've got a, a bright future as long as they can hit on those draft picks, right? That's what it ultimately comes down to, hitting on those draft picks and allowing Davis Mills to kind of grow within that offense. But I think it's something that they can do. Now that they can use those picks to surround him with talent instead of having to go out and look for a quarterback, right, which you can spend yeah. a couple of first-rounders doing. Because um, if Davis Mills was had stayed in college and entered this draft, you could be talking yeah. about him as one of the top quarterbacks probably number two or number three um if not fighting for that number one quarterback spot in this draft yeah and, and who knows if if davis mills does play poorly this year and they want to move on they have now have the draft capital to be able to possibly either move up or to draft bryce young and then have have them prime to build around him so houston is in a good position right now uh moving forward shout out shout out to them uh one last question and i just re- and this can be real quick any concern at all for Watson having a year off and, and, and coming in any rust, anything like that? Any concern? Um, I mean, yeah, you're always going to have rust, um, but it's going to take time for him to, to kind of build with that team anyways. Right now he's coming into a new offense. He's got to build a rapport with Amari Cooper and um, who else do they have? They just signed, re-signed somebody. Rashard Higgins. Rashard Higgins, I believe. Um, Peoples Jones. Donovan Peoples Jones. That's who I was. That's who I was really talking about. Donovan Peoples Jones. David and Joku's back. Um, yeah. oh. I, I think. I think that he's going to be able to build a rapport in the off season, and then barring you know whatever happens with the suspension, it, it'll take some time. But I, I don't care what anybody says. That's an upgrade over Baker Mayfield, even if Deshaun yeah. Watson's rusty. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. With 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 Watson now coming to town, Baker Mayfield has requested a trade for the second time, and this obviously is going to happen. There's no denying a trade for Baker Mayfield now. Although Cleveland denied it first before they acquired Deshaun Watson. Now Baker Mayfield is looking for a new home, and there has been so much chatter on whether or not Baker's in the wrong for releasing his emotional. Instagram post or whatever post it was. And then some people are on the side of Cleveland is handling this very poorly and saying, Oh, I want Deshaun Watson, then not getting him, And then holding Baker Mayfield hostage. Obviously this all changes now that they have now acquired Deshaun Watson. They don't look as bad, but Aaron, I want to know from you who is right. And who is wrong in this situation between Baker Mayfield versus the Cleveland Browns. Oh, it's Cleveland. Cleveland's right. I mean, listen, I- I'll call him out. We call him out all the time on the show. He loves it. Bailey, listen, I was talking to Bailey last night, and we're talking about Baker Mayfield and how Cleveland ruined the relationship by going after Deshaun Watson. Well, it's proven now that that's false because by them going out, they upgraded the position. But the fact of the matter is, is Baker Mayfield has been ab- acting like an absolute baby. This is the NFL. And every NFL team is going to take the opportunity to improve at a position when given the chance. I can't remember. I, I don't if it's ever even happened. I can't remember a quarterback, an elite quarterback at 26 years old, being on the market and available to teams ever in NFL history. So you would be doing your organization, your franchise a disservice if you didn't make a phone call, if you didn't try to make that happen. And they were up front with Baker. They said, we are going to try to improve every position when we can. 
Baker needs to stop acting like a baby. And the fact of the matter is, yes, Baker took them from nothing and made them a playoff team. Congratulations. But the fact of the matter is, is if he played better last year and he wasn't getting in his own way and he lived up to the expectations of being that number one pick overall, he would have already got his contract extension. There was a reason why they didn't sign him after that playoff win in Pittsburgh. They still didn't trust him. They didn't feel like he could make the plays when they needed to be made. And I've said on this show a number of times that was the case. He is, can you win with Baker Mayfield? Yes. Very similar to style of a Jimmy Garoppolo when everything is right around him and he, you tell him, don't make a mistake. Yeah, you can win some games. You might get somewhere with them, but that's not what this league is about. This yeah. league is about elite talent and elite superstars at the quarterback position. And if you don't believe me, ask the Los Angeles Rams who went to yeah. a Super Bowl with Jared Goff and then got rid of him for Matt Stafford. So this is not the first time it's happened. And you didn't see Jared Goff whining and crying and complaining like well, Baker Mayfield. The fact it, of the matter it, is, is Baker Mayfield acted like a baby and he needs to grow up. It seems like everyone has already forgotten. There was one team that was a, uh, pretty hot on the Deshaun Watson trail last year or was it two years ago when the Miami Dolphins were on the hot trail for Deshaun Watson and then they hurt the feelings or they they were looking like they would hurt the feelings of Tua Tagovailoa, but you didn't see him demanding a trade. You didn't see him putting out an emotional statement out there on, on social media. You saw him say, I'm not worried about that. I'm just focused on me and getting better and doing whatever I can. There's another team that was in the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson this offseason, the name of the Atlanta Falcons, and they have Matt Ryan. You didn't see He's Matt Ryan. Nothing. And that that's that's the professional right there. Like that's like that's the standard of what you want to be as a professional in the NFL as a quarterback that just says, okay, and it's not about the feeling of, of Baker Mayfield not being able to express himself. Sure, you can do whatever you want, Baker Mayfield. You can still go out and be a shitty quarterback and shoot all of your progressive commercials that you do. Do whatever you want, but this it is does a not, business. Exactly. This is a and if, business. And if, and if you cannot live up to your expectations, expect to be replaced. And you cannot look at the Cleveland Browns as the problem here because of, of them trying to get better. What are they supposed to suck for another year? If they know that Baker Mayfield is not going to get them to where they need to be, why should they stop and 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 let this continue for next year until they get until they're able to either draft a quarterback or trade for another one? It's let, it's let a me business. ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. How is this different? How is this situation different than Philadelphia winning a Super Bowl with Nick Foles and us getting all over Carson Wentz for being in his feelings? It's the same thing. How is this different than Alex Smith watching Patrick Mahomes? They trade up to get Patrick Mahomes, him winning playoff games. Alex Smith took the Chiefs to the playoffs and won playoff games. And they said, you know what? We don't feel like you could get us over the hump. That happened to Alex Smith twice, once in San Francisco, once in Kansas City. Did you ever see Alex Smith coming out, making statements, crying, demanding trades because he felt hurt? Listen, I'm not saying he can't feel hurt. I'm not saying he can't be motivated by this. What I'm saying is he has to be a professional. And every team now that he goes to, if I'm a GM, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, what's going to happen when he struggles and we have to bring in a guy because we think we might have to move on? Is Are we are we just going to waste our pick again? Are we just going to waste our time trading for this guy who's not mentally tough enough to handle adversity? Because I tell my 15-year-old son this when he was nine. <laughs> if somebody is better than you, the only thing you can do is work harder. 
The, the, all you can do is prove people wrong. So if Baker wanted to prove people wrong, then he would just shut up. He would get traded like he's going to get traded and he'll go somewhere and he'll ball out and he'll say, then he can look back and he can say, this is why you shouldn't have moved me. But until he does that, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear and how it, hurt you are and how sad your relationship is now. And it's all fractured because you brought this upon yourself. Yeah. And that's been the story of Baker Mayfield his entire career, though. I'm not sure why now has to be different. Oh, wait, I do know why it has to be different, because he has a bigger platform to try and get all the attention and exploit himself. And because think about it, Baker Mayfield was a walk on. He had to go through all of the heartaches and everything to get to this point. But before you didn't see him like blow everything up. But now he's got all the attention on him. He's got all the eyes on him. And obviously, again, he can do whatever he wants. But if you look at what Matt Ryan has done, if you look at what Tua Tagovailoa has done, you will see how you re- you're supposed to react to these types of this type of adversity. Besides, rare finds, secret shows. Whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bitrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With hundreds of trading pairs, Bitrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to create the crypto experiences they've been looking for. Trade beyond the trend at bittrex.com. It's your move. With Baker Mayfield wanting to be traded, there's now suitors. The Seattle Seahawks have been interested, and really the hottest team right now interested is the Indianapolis Colts. They were also had some eyes on Matt Ryan. It, basically, Indianapolis is looking at this Deshaun Watson trade and waiting for the sloppy seconds of whatever team gets Deshaun Watson. They said they were very interested in Matt Ryan if 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 they landed Watson. And Baker Mayfield, they're very interested in Baker Mayfield if the Browns land Watson. So where does Baker Mayfield fit in the most? Um. I don't know. You, you know, it's sad, but I, I, I'm going to say a spot that nobody's really talking about. I, I think it's Carolina. And part of the reason I think it's Carolina is because I don't think going to Indianapolis is any different than being in Cleveland. I talked about this with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? When you go to, or with Carson Wentz, when you're in Indianapolis, good offensive line, good running game. They have a weapon or two, right? And Michael Pittman. You have a really good defense that creates turnovers. But at the end of the day, you're going to be asked not to make mistakes. And Baker Mayfield wants to be the throw it down the field guy. He doesn't read defenses quickly enough. He is not. I don't want to, I'm not trying to disrespect him because he's the number one overall pick. He has talent and he throws a beautiful ball when he sees the defense. But when he does not see the defense, which is quite often, he struggles because he holds onto the football and then he tries to make a play and then he's hurt and then he blames it on injuries. I think the Carolina Panthers would be a good spot for him. Now, I know it's hard to make a trade for him because you're not going to get the what you want. Like, you're not going to get what you want. It's going to yeah. be – Baker Mayfield wants a big payday. Nobody's going to give him that payday. Why would you? Uh, he can blame the Cleveland Browns on on ruining a big payday because – and I was going to say this for – No, he can blame an himself. Lo- a lo- a, an overall losers of, of this – the Baltimore Ravens are a loser of this trade. The Arizona Cardinals are a loser of this trade. And any other team in the future trying to pay their young quarterback because Deshaun Watson just pulled a Christian Kirk and blew up the quarterback market in terms of paying. But I like I like that Carolina Panthers pick, not just because of what you said, but also 
the Carolina Panthers, they give him a built-in excuse. They go, they give him a built-in excuse on if he struggles, then you can continue doing what you did in Cleveland, where you blame it on the, where you can also blame it on the team. But if he goes to Indianapolis, he has the same thing where it's like, okay, he has a defense, he has the running game. There's no built-in excuse there. You're going it's Carson Wentz all over again. Win. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to be expected to win. And if you don't, you are going to get the heat. But in Carolina, you are not necessarily going to be expected to do great. So you're going to get hit hard in, in Indy, but you're not going to get hit as hard and you have a built-in excuse in Carolina. I disagree. I actually think Carolina's team is a quarterback away. I look at Carolina very similarly to the way I look at Denver. That defense in Carolina is really, really good. They have Christian McCaffrey. They just signed DJ Moore to an extension. They got Robbie Anderson. They have a couple of tight ends that are weapons. Their offensive line is average, like Denver's. And then yep. they were a quarterback away. Like, I really feel like they're they're in a similar situation, which is why they were in on Watson, because they felt like that would take them over the top. The difference is, it's Carolina. The difference is, nobody really talks about Carolina. But I do think that if Baker goes to Carolina and has some success, he's going to be in a very similar situation to, to what he was in Cleveland without the offensive line. And I and I think it's possible, but I think he needs to go to a place that it's gonna that their coach is going to allow them to be free. And I don't think that's Indy. I think Frank Wright wants you to do certain things, which is why Carson Wentz didn't succeed there is because he didn't want to do those things. And I think Baker Mayfield's the same way. Kevin Stefanski is asking Baker Mayfield, read it quick, get rid of it, get it in your playmaker's hands and move on. And he wants to hold on to the ball and take deep shots down the field. And that's not the style that they want to play there. And I think in Carolina, he might have a little bit more freedom under Matt Rule to do some of those things. Yep. Yep. Poor Baker Mayfield. Not poor Baker Mayfield, but yeah. Really no, Baker. we got to stop with this poor Baker. Like, I get so sick of the, the Baker apologists. Like, he was a number one pick, and we give him every excuse in the book. Yep. It, because he because of the way he acts and his, oh, he well, you knew what kind of player he was. They did. But guess what? That shouldn't matter. They have a business to run. Their job is to win football games. So I'm sorry if your your feelings are hurt, but you have a job to do, which is play quarterback. And you were the 27th ranked quarterback last year in quarterback rating. You were not good. You were injured because yeah. you held onto the ball. Hey, I'm man. so glad Baker Mayfield's on his way out. And hey, he will not go to Seattle. He's allowed to be emotional, okay? He's allowed to be emotional. He is. Absolutely. Hey. He could be hey, emotional man. with his wife on the couch where they're watching hey, this. Hey, is man. Us. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. He took him to the playoffs for the first time in forever. Hey, man. Hey, man. He's Baker Mayfield. He's progressive, man. He, he lives in the Cleveland Browns stadium. He's, He's really getting close to Carson Wentz 2.0 on my book. And oh, you guys know how I so feel about true. Carson Wentz. It is so true. All right, let's head on over to the NFC and this big move that happened yesterday. You said you were at your son's game when this trade broke. <laughs> I was on my way to my brother's house. And I honestly, I on I, I bring my computer everywhere with me now because I you never know what's going to happen and when a graphic is going to be needed for a post. And I didn't take it last night. I was like, it's our off night. I'll just keep my phone on me. And on my way down the stairs, that news broke. And I was like, shit, babe, give me the keys. I got to go back upstairs to my computer. <laughs> she drove to my brother's. I started making the graphic for this massive trade. I shouldn't even say massive. Superstar Devontae Adams is heading to the Las Vegas Raiders in exchange for a first-round pick this year and a second-round pick this year to the Green Bay Packers. This trade came yesterday. And to some, it may have been a surprise. To others, 
It may not have been. There are reports coming out of Green Bay that the Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams were never actually close to having him play this year under the franchise tag. Reports came out saying that even Aaron Rodgers knew before he signed his big contract that that he would not have Devontae Adams heading into this 2022 season. Now he sees his star wide receiver head on over to Las Vegas to play with his former college quarterback in Derek Carr. They teamed up to dominate college at Fresno State. This deal was huge for Vegas, and really it's huge for Green Bay too. What were your thoughts on this deal as a whole? And really... How does how does Devontae Adams impact the Las Vegas Raiders in this wild division of the AFC West? <laughs> this is huge. This is huge for the Raiders. We we you name you, Vinny Milani labeled the Raiders losers after day I did, one of free agency. <laughs> you said the Raiders are losers. And ever since then, they signed Chandler Jones and they go out and make a trade. For Devontae Adams, listen, this guy is the best receiver in football. He's number one in yards, touchdowns, receptions since 2016. He is an absolute tech, just technician running routes. His separation is like nobody else in the NFL. And he does it all without even the like the, the glitz and the glamour of the wide receiver. We talk about the, the diva-esque mentality. He doesn't do that. We don't see, like he's mentioned this before on some of his uh, like interviews. You don't see workout videos from Devontae Adams. Uh, during the off season and what he's doing. Like he just goes out there and he works. He's been that way since before Fresno state, when he redshirted, he was the 53rd overall pick. They didn't expect much of him. He didn't have a great um, start to his, his career. And he just kept working and kept working. And he got to learn with one of the best quarterbacks that's ever going to play the game. And some of the, the better receivers in this game, he is going to make the Raiders a problem. And I, I'm hearing it now. I watched all day today. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't move very much from my couch today. All I kept hearing, they kept ranking the AFC West teams. And it was like the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Broncos, then the Raiders. Like they love what the Devontae Adams add, but the Raiders are still fourth because of Khalil Mack and all the, and I keep thinking, I'm like, have we forgot that last year, the Raiders finished 10 and seven, second in the division. With, uh, with teams that already had some of these pieces, like the Chargers, you add Denver adds Russell Wilson, yes. Uh, the Chargers add Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, but the Raiders add Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. So I don't understand how some of these teams automatically just leapfrog the Raiders when they had so much adversity that they overcame last year. Um, I think the Raiders right now are still second in the division in the, in the, in the AFC West. I, I think they're the second-best team. In the, I don't care... I don't care that the Chargers just added Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. I get it. It's great ads. But I don't see how you could have watched the Raiders play the Chargers last year, that last week of the season, and then you add Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, and then the Raiders get Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, and you say, oh, the Chargers are just better now. Like, I don't understand that. The Raiders were in the playoffs last year. They were really close to beating the Super Bowl representative Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC last year in the playoffs. So I think they're being – downplayed i think Devonte adams is a huge ad and that connection with Derek carr I i'm telling you people are underestimating that connection and what they have and then you talk about a guy in hunter renfro now who's going to see a ton of man-to-man -man coverage right um and then darren waller how you, you can't double him now like josh jacobs is still there that offense is going to be scary i look Sleep. People are still sleeping on the Raiders, even with the news. It's going to be fun to watch, and they're not done yet. You might see Stephon Gilmore land there. And if that happens, 
you they you might be looking at the winner of the AFC West. Oh man, it's fun. Like it's so it is kind of funny that you are you're still very strong on the Kansas City Chiefs to locking down that division because of what Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid bring to the table. And uh, man, this is just. It's not just them. It's not just them. They're a veteran team. Look, they just added Juju Smith-Schuster themselves. Like, that's a huge ad for them. They've been looking for a number two wide receiver for a number of years, and they've had Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson and a shell of Sammy Watkins. I'm I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying there's a difference bringing in Juju, right? And then now you have a healthy Clyde Edwards-Elair. Maybe you bring back a Jarek McKinnon. You lose a Charfarius Ward, but you go add a – and a Tyron Matthew, but you go add a a safety in Justin Reed, and they're probably not done yet. They're still going to make some some more adjustments. And then you have the best quarterback in football in Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And so, yeah, I'm still going to lean towards Kansas City being the favorite. I told you I will until somebody knocks them off. It's just as simple as that. Sure. That, 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 that is fair. So on the Green Bay side, and it's funny, you, you brought up the fact that, that I call them losers on Monday, but this this trade has apparently been in the works for a while now. Like this has been a – the Green Bay has, has been well aware. Everyone in Green Bay has been well aware of Devontae Adams not wanting to play under the franchise tag. It was almost like a – like it was like a, a formality just to hand him that franchise tag, even like knowing that he was not going to play under it, especially when the reports came out last night that, that Ian Rapport said that Green Bay offered him even more money than what than what Las Vegas was going to offer him. So he wanted out of Green Bay. Who's to blame within the Packers organization, whether it be the front office, whether it be Aaron Rodgers, who's to blame in Green Bay for the departure of Devontae Adams? No, I don't. I, I saw that look. I saw that look. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers' fault. I, I'm not that I'm not on the side of everyone. Like Aaron Rodgers has to be the most hated person in the NFL. He has to be. Like there's two, there's so much hate on Aaron Rodgers blaming him for every little thing that goes wrong at the Packers organization. It it blows my mind. It blows my mind. <laughs> I, I well, I don't know why you mentioned his name. Um, listen, Aaron Rodgers is not to blame here. Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams have a really good relationship. the The funny thing is, is everybody that's like was shocked by the trade. I actually wasn't. I, I've had a feeling that this was going to happen for a year. Like that when they posted that picture of the last dance and everybody assumed it was because of Aaron Rodgers, I, it was Devontae Adams. D- they refused to give him a contract extension before in the last year. They went seven months, didn't talk to him about contracts because you couldn't. And then you come into this year, and the reason they franchised him is obviously because if you don't, then he becomes a free agent and you get nothing. So they franchised him already knowing that he was not happy with him. I think Devontae Adams' mind was made up last year. When they didn't give him a contract extension last year, I don't think there was a, a chance in hell they were ever going to be on the same page again. It didn't matter how much they offered him. And you're right. They offered him more, and he said no. And Aaron Rodgers knew about it, which is why Aaron Rodgers said, well, if I'm going to come back, I'm going to get the bag, and I'm going to take $50 million. Um, I, I don't – I blame the Packers front office because, once again, they mismanaged handling their superstars. This team goes because Aaron Rodgers – and Devontae Adams. I I don't care what the defense looks like. They are contenders every year because of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And now you are the void of that weapon. A guy who is, he's the model. He's the model wide receiver in the NFL. 
He doesn't say nothing. He just goes out and he's the best receiver year in and year out. And to me, you lose a player like that, that can fracture a locker room. And right now, I think that locker room in Green Bay is extremely fractured. Um, but I'm not going to blame Aaron Rodgers for Devontae Adams leaving. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers wanted Devontae Adams back. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is I'll say this about a number of teams in the NFC, my own team included in the Dallas Cowboys. It's funny how none of them can afford any players, right? None of them can go get players. And you watch all these other teams load up. Salary cap, who cares? Deshaun Watson, you want guaranteed money? We got you. We'll take on $20 million of Amari Cooper's salary. Bills, Von Miller, $120 million? Whatever. We got Josh Allen. We just paid him, too. We don't care. Like, <laughs> it's funny how those franchises can manage the cap and still make a way to find players to bring them and help them win. The Rams did it last year. Um, to me, it's just been Green Bay being cheap, mismanaging their players, and not making, not making them a priority. And right now, the Packers went from being a favorite in the NFC to uh, good luck. Minnesota might win that division. Oh my. And that's with Aaron Rodgers. And I, I'm not doubting Aaron Rodgers, but he has nobody right now. He has Alan Lazard as his number one weapon. Hey man. And they lose as a Darius Smith. It, like, Hey man, I, I would really appreciate if you didn't disrespect Mercedes Lewis like that. If he does return, I would really, I'd really they appreciate have you nobody. not shade on, on my boy. Yeah, no, they really they, they, you're right. You're right. They don't. They don't. But to me, what I with the re, and the reason why I brought up Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people are are worried about the money part, about the uh, how much he took, and then also the sideshow that has been the Aaron Rodgers versus the Green Bay Packers saga that has just been the soap opera that's been happening all throughout this offseason and last offseason. Maybe he was just tired of that. But to me, it, it's 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 easy. It's plain it's plain as day. Like it's it's so simple. Devontae Adams. A was discussed was tired of the front office, and B he wanted to link back up with Aaron with with Derek Carr. That was what it is. These guys he wanted to be with Derek Carr, and that that relationship was stronger than whatever was going on in Green Bay. Now what you said is huge. Green Bay now has to fill a major hole in within that wide receiver group with now just Alan Lazard being their real wide receiver threat. These are the remaining wide receivers here uh, in free agency. You got Odell Beckham Jr., AJ Green, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry. There's some decent names on this list. And then there's there also no Devontae some, Adams. Yeah, there, there's no <laughs> Devontae Adams. But there, there are some interesting names on this list, and they have been in talks with Marquez Valdez-Scantling to, to bring him back. But out of this list, what wide receiver do the Green Bay Packers need to prioritize, maybe other than Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Um, I'm not even a big Marquez Valdez-Scantling guy. You couldn't, he couldn't even be the number two. He got surpassed by Alan Lazard. So he was the number two, and he got pushed down the depth chart. So I'd let him walk. If they want to sign a guy, they need to go out and trade for Robert Woods and sign Jarvis Landry. Okay. Some then you have a receiving core of Alan Lazard, Jarvis Landry, and Robert Woods, and then you have something. If they don't do if anything short of that, they're, they're not doing anything. Um, Jarvis Landry is the best receiver available on that list that I think would fit with Aaron Rodgers' style. He could be a he could be that Randall Cobb before Randall Cobb got old and stopped playing the way Randall Cobb really <laughs> played. He's better than Randall Cobb, right? So um, I think Jarvis, I think you go sign Jarvis, you trade for Robert Woods. And you go, and then you go draft receivers, and then that's 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 the that's that's the only way. It's the only way. Uh, I'm not, 
I'm not very excited about what Green Bay is doing here. Um, Aaron Rodgers got paid, but I'm wondering now, now I'm wondering if Aaron Rodgers just did it to stay in Green Bay his whole career. Cause if I'm Aaron Rodgers, maybe I would have went somewhere else, but I, I don't know. I just get I, the, the whole AFC. money talk. <laughs> the, the whole money talk is just getting me. Cause Zadarius Smith came out today and said, well, it's hard to run a franchise and win when you get a quarterback that's making, you know, whatever of the salary cap. And he's talking, he's basically a shot at Aaron Rodgers. Um, and to the Green Bay franchise, but I'm like, no, it's not because we've watched teams do it. The Rams just did it. They paid everybody, then traded for everybody, and they won. Like, yeah. so you can do it. We're watching teams do it now in the AFC West. So there's ways around it. It's just a matter of philosophy. And the fact of the matter is, is right now Green Bay is mishandling this, and they better. Otherwise, I feel like Aaron Rodgers retires. If Minnesota wins that division, this will be Aaron Rodgers last year. He'll retire. Spicy. Remember that one. Forty-eight minutes into episode eight. Remember that one. You're retired. That one. Like, why would you uh, want to come back and go? You you've been thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and four. Yeah. Best receiver in football has been on your team, and you've been asking for weapons. And what do they do? They trade him. I mean, because you have to. He wasn't going to play, and you get nobody else. Like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is Superman, but he ain't that damn good. I don't know. I want I want to throw out a name before we move on to our our last headline of the of the night. Watch out for George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia, with that extra first round pick in the draft. And I know we're going to be covering the draft a lot. In the he's going. Days. He's going in the first round. I like him a lot. I think uh, he's a very good wide receiver. Whether he goes with I, Green Bay's second first round pick or their first first round pick. Wait, do Green, Green Bay has two now? Now, right? They have two, two now. Green. Can yeah, you name the last time the Green Bay Packers selected it's been a, a wide receiver in the first round? It's been a while. It was Javon Walker in the year 2000 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe this is the year and they take, I I can't imagine they don't go wide receiver in the first round, but watch out for George Pickens, ladies and gentlemen. That's my, that's my, my, my sleeper nug early on before draft season starts for us. Uh, Last bit of information. Last headline of the evening saw Allen Robinson leave the Chicago bears and sign a three year $45 million deal with the Los Angeles Rams. That includes a $30 million guaranteed money for a Rob. He now lines up with Cooper cup, potentially Robert Woods. If he doesn't get traded, potentially Odell Beckham jr. If they bring him back, what does this move mean for the Los Angeles Rams? Can they go back to back with this type of move? It means they're going to be good again. And they got a ton of weapons. Um, I more want to talk about it from the Allen Robinson standpoint. Good for him. Um, you got less money than Christian Kirk. We talked about that, though, right, that he was because he's older. Um, the market was going to be different for him. But he wanted to go to a place with a quarterback and they can win, and that's what he, that's what he did. Uh, I think this is big for them. I think Robert Woods coming off an ACL, you weren't really sure. They're going to try to move him now, they said. You still have a Van Jefferson. I think they're still going to try to find a way to get Odell back in the building because he's not supposed to be back until November. Um, this gives some help to Cooper Cup, but Allen Robinson is just steady, right? I don't think he'll put up superstar numbers there. You're not going to go 15, 1600 yards, I don't think, but he'll be steady all year. He'll get a thousand yards. He'll probably score close to 10 touchdowns in that offense. And Sean McVay will find a way to get him the ball because he's a playmaker. Um, he finally gets to be in an offense where all the pressure's not on him and he has somebody to throw him the ball. And I think that's big for him. So the Rams right now and Tampa Bay. And then everybody else in the NFC. It's 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 so weird saying that because in the AFC you have 
12 teams out of 16 that are going to be legit. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's big for the Rams though. They, they continue to use this window to, to, to make things happen, to try to uh, take advantage of this window here. I expect Matt Stafford to get a contract extension here pretty quickly. And then you hope they can bring back guys like Aaron Donald and kind of get that worked out um, for them. But yeah, good for the Rams. They'll, they'll be right there again. That division it's still tough. The Niners will still be tough. The The Cardinals will still be tough. It, it went, he went to the AFC West. I said the Cardinals. He went to the Rams. But um, <laughs> Seattle's obviously going to take a step back like they did last year. But it'll be a three-horse three, three horse race there in the NFC West. So what does this move mean for Robert Woods? Is this is it is it all but over for Robert Woods? Or is it is you, do you see a – is there a chance they bring him back? Or what do you I don't think, think so. It, no? I think he they they've already said they're going to try to find a trade partner for him and they'll try to do right by him, send him somewhere that he wants to go. Uh, it's hard coming off that ACL injury, and they're not sure if he's going to get back right when the season starts when he needs to, even though all signs say he will. Um, but I look for a team like there's a couple of teams I, I could see would be good fits. Green Bay, obviously one of them. Now he comes with a pretty big price tag because he did sign a contract extension. So some teams I would like to see him go to, they're not going to get him. But um. I, I like him. I like him there. Uh, a couple other spots you might see are some teams that are looking for just additional weapons, maybe, but they're not going to be winners like the New York Jets and things like that. So um, I, I think the prime landing spot is Green Bay. And if I'm Green Bay, I'm definitely uh, entertaining that idea because Robert Woods is a very solid receiver and he'll do good things with Aaron Rodgers. Would you give up that first round pick that that Green Bay just No, got? no, 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 no. There's no way. I mean, come on. Robert Woods is not worth the first round. Most receivers are not worth the first round pick. So you're not getting Amari Cooper was a fifth and that was the contract stuff, but you're probably going to get a fourth, a third or a fourth, maybe for Robert Woods. You're not, it's not going to be hefty because you're, you're taking on his contract number one. And then the fact that he's coming off an ACL injury, he is older. Like it's not, this is not Devonte Adams. And even, I mean, Julio Jones went for what a second and third. This is, this is going to be third, fourth, late round picks, mid to late round picks, but it, people don't realize those picks mean something. Like when you see a trade, Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick or whatever, like you can look at that fifth round pick and be like, oh, that's so stupid. If you have somebody that knows how to draft, that fifth round pick is going to be a, a viable option on your team, probably a starter at some point in time. So um, it's the numbers. When you look at those trades, the numbers don't always add up name for pick, but I, I think it would be a good idea for a team like Green Bay to, to exploit that. They got a couple extra picks now. And go out and get somebody like a veteran like Robert Woods. Would be smart. It would be smart. And I, I believe Robert Woods went to didn't he go to Cal? I don't know if like it's obviously USC, man. He's a, he he's a Cal guy. He's a he's from California. Maybe that oh, link up. Yeah, he went Aaron to USC. Rogers. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know. You know me. I try to force these connections. All right. Uh <laughs> you is, say you're always you're always looking for a connection. I'm always trying to force those connections. You know, that's, uh, that is my go-to. That is my, that is my thing. That and revenge games, which by the way, Houston does play Cleveland Cleveland. this year. So we will see a revenge game on that end. We'll see revenge games for Carson Wentz. We'll see a revenge game. I don't know if Las Vegas plays green Bay this year, uh, but I think we would have heard about that. So I probably, can can we, uh, we guess since we got like five minutes. Yeah. Can we answer some of the questions in the chat that I've seen throughout the show? Just a couple of them, just miscellaneous stuff. People threw out there. Yeah. I don't have any up. I just said I gotta go oh, find okay, them okay. now. I'll, all right, I'll pull, I'll I was just thinking. Up. I was like, people people brought up some questions and we didn't get to. And yeah, 
so Sherm, shout out Sherm. Shout out Sherm's one of our best fans on the, sh- on the show here. He asks, so is Minnesota now the favorite to win that division, the NFC North? Are they the favorite? As constructed right now, as crazy as this is, all my laughing at Dylan, I think so. I think I would take Minnesota right now over Green Bay. I think it was such a huge loss. Like, I don't <laughs> – huge. I I get that it's Minnesota's getting loss. better. Minnesota's getting better. Thielen back healthy. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. They're going to bring back Daniil Hunter. Mm. I I still I, have a hard time with what if, – if Aaron Rodgers is at the helm for Green Bay, I still have a hard time thinking that they're not the – Wouldn't be the, the first the, time. At least the favorite. Do what? So it wouldn't be the first time Minnesota won the division with Aaron Rodgers there. No, I, I obviously I, I know that, but like what I'm saying is though is it's hard for me to get past that that part with Aaron Rodgers there. I I, I don't think that they they the the fate. I think I think Minnesota could definitely win it, but to say the odds on favorite, that is where I have a hard. That's what I have a hard time. Uh, giving there I have i'm basing time. it on roster construction right now i would pick minnesota over green bay the way their rosters are set up right now green bay lost so much they lost to darius smith billy turner Devonte adams that's like three huge parts of their team and they've done nothing <sighs> you're right but i don't think i don't know i mean it's I'm okay right. that you have green bay i'm not knocking it i get I mean, it's still one of those things that, like, with 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 Rogers there, I have a hard time not seeing them being the odds on favor, whether they win it or not. I think that I think Minnesota definitely has a, a better chance to to win it, uh, but I still think it's 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 Rogers and the Green Bay Packers to be the odds on favorite. Uh, let me go through another comment here. Let's see, 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 see. see. Uh, Bailey Bailey asked the question: Should Rogers take some fault in Devontae no, Adams? Move on. Yeah, there no. you go. Uh, let's see here let's see here let's see here uh how many questions did you see i didn't see any any like i saw some now i got them uh oh sherm says who is watson throwing to now (laughs) amari cooper yeah there you go there you go amari Uh, cooper is gonna be him and a him and watson are gonna be the real deal wide receiver amari cooper wide receiver one for fantasy very possible. Okay. Mark Cooper's one of the best route runners in football, and he gets separation and he gets open. And Deshaun Watson's a hell of a quarterback. They are going to do really well together. Okay. Okay. Uh let's see here. Uh it obviously we, we did touch on this one here. Is it better that Cleveland didn't have to give up players in that deal? One hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. The fact that they didn't have to break up that team is huge. I want to get this last uh, one before we head out. Ooh. <sighs> second round pick, right? That's what a that's what. Yeah, right? I, I'm gonna show you his price tag. I'm gonna actually gonna show you what I feel like his price tag is going to be. Oh my! show Take it out of here. You took it I out of here. Take, oh, dude, what did I take out? I didn't take out. It's probably in the rough oh, cut one. You took it out of here. It's probably in the no, rough cut one. No, no, no. You took it out of here. What are you looking for? All right, it's not in there. I was I was looking for the Carson Wentz trade. Oh, I did take that out of here. Hold on, yeah. I can pull it back up. That's exactly no, you don't have to. That's exactly the price tag. It's Carson Wentz. You're gonna get a third, a second, whatever, a couple thirds. Like that's what it's gonna look like. Um, it'll be similar to what 
Carson Wentz went to Washington for. Can't give him any more. He's on a it's a contract year unless you're and if you're going to extend him, like he's not going to get the value of a first round of first overall pick. Carson Wentz was a second overall pick. I think that it's going to be very very similar to what Carson Wentz uh, price tag was to go to Washington. Mm. Let me see if I still have it in here. I don't know if I still it was have a second there. and two thirds. Oh, so you know the trade? You just wanted to pull it up, just for yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna bring it up. Oh, okay. okay. All right. We got we got to wrap. It's no, it's no big deal. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh you know what? I knew you weren't gonna stop. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Here you go. Boom. There it is. That's what you get. That's what you get for for Baker Mayfield right there. That's what you get. That's that's it. There you go, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh all right, that does it for another episode of the Sac City Podcast. That was a fun one to touch. The so many. <laughs> Wait till Monday. You know, this weekend's going to have some news. You think? How much more news can there be? Well, how many more free agents are there? There's still a ton of free. Look, there's still a ton of free agents. Tyler <laughs> right Matthew, Teron Armstead, Bobby Wagner. We got a ton still to talk about. It's uh, Stefan Gilmore, OBJ, Landon Collins, Jayon Brown. Those are some of our top 20s plus guys we haven't even mentioned that came out later. Lyle Collins, some of the Fletcher Cox, who think is going back to Philly. But yeah, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. You are not going to want to miss Monday's show. We're going to be re- – who knows what's going to happen this weekend. I mean, Tom Brady might get traded to the San Francisco 49ers for all we know. This is a wild NFL offseason. This is the greatest NFL offseason ever. Ever. And you know why it's the greatest? Because you have the Sac City Pod covering it from end to end. Wall to wall coverage. Sac City Pod, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Roku. And we've got the best content on all of our social medias at Sac City Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and the best place for the exclusive, exclusive content is on TikTok at Sac City Pod. Please, everybody, let's take this time and share the show let everyone know what's going on here in the city. Let's get the population for the city up. Let's bring in everybody. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy it. Let's be sports fans in Sac City, okay? Share, write those reviews, like. Let's get the comments buzzing. If you see a post, if you see a signing that gets you thinking, don't just DM us. Comment. Interact with each other. Have a good time because that's what we're here to do. Uh, Aaron, any last words? Nope, you said it best, buddy. Greatest offseason ever. Done deal. Monday, 8 p.m. We'll be back right here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Until then, I am me. He is him. We will see you Monday. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.